0: everybody, welcome to Inside the Genie's Lamp podcast. If you are someone who has been on a constant roller coaster of losing weight, gaining it back, and the amount of frustration that comes with finding reliable health advice, this is the podcast for you. We are health and mindset specialists that want to coach you so fucking well that we not only help you achieve the physical results you're after, but help improve your relationship with your food, your body, and yourself from a mental and emotional standpoint, so that we can become completely redundant to you. Yes, you heard that right. We coach our clients to make us redundant. Thank you so much for listening in. Your support means the absolute world to us without further delay. Let's jump into your episode of inside the genie's lamp. Everybody what's going on? It is me super creepy by myself in my room and the sun is absolutely blasting into my eyeballs and bouncing off my desk. So I'm in a rather dark room with my key light on me. So if you're watching the video, I apologize for how creepy I look, but otherwise Don't imagine that if you're listening on audio and just pretend that I'm in a super rainbowy, sunshiny place because why not? Because that feels good. Um, Alrighty. So I'm in my super rainbowy, sunshiny place and being awesome and positive and all that stuff. And I've got Lilo here with me and Levi's on the other side. They're both having a nap. Topic for today's discussion is what is it costing you by not doing something? and i'm not just talking about the out-of-pocket cost because that's obviously the first place where everybody goes it's the first place where i go but the thing that i really want to get across is physically mentally emotionally what is it costing you by not doing something so if we're talking about like yes i'm referencing the program but it can be something outside of the program it can be you going for a walk it can be you taking action on writing that book on asking for a promotion. It could be taking action on anything that isn't going to improve your life in a positive way. What is the cost of you not taking action to improve your life in that positive way? I know a lot of people, and I'm just going to relate to the program because it's the easiest thing that I can relate to. The out-of-pocket cost for that is obviously going to be more expensive than most people have paid for personal training and health coaching and stuff like that in the past. And if you are local Southeast suburbs and you can get to, <laughs> you can get to the gym where I work uh Thursday and or Friday morning for personal training, huzzah, hit me up. Otherwise I'm fucking beyond busy at the desk at home. And obviously we can't do personal training there because that would be inappropriate. And I also don't have any equipment. That's why it would be inappropriate. <laughs> uh, any whoosies. Obviously, the out-of-pocket cost for the program is like, wow, that's a fair bit of money. I'm not sure if I want to invest in my health or spend that much to do that for a six-month program that, yes, is guaranteed, money back guaranteed, going to get me these things. And everybody obviously goes out-of-pocket cost. What is the not out-of-pocket cost from not doing the program or not asking for a raise or not going for or not buying <laughs> not buying the car, not Speaking your mind in a meeting, whatever it is that you feel that you need to do, what is the cost of you not doing that? Because I had someone that signed up to the program. I'm going to get out my calculator because this is awesome. I had someone sign up to the program the other day and he signed up to the program and he was like, you know what? I'm going to save money by doing this program. He said that he was spending around about 70, 75 bucks a day on food because... Of various reasons, mainly just not being planned, doesn't have the mental capacity to be able to do these things. And 70 bucks a day, shit, if we just go 50 bucks a day, that's $350 a week that he's spending on food that, yeah, probably doesn't really need. But at the same time, he did that and he said, man, if that's 50 bucks a day that I'm spending on food, that's $18,000 in a year. And he said, the program's paid for itself then. He said, if I can get down from 50 bucks a day to even just 20 bucks a day, and I can make that change, and if I can take all of that money that I'm going to save and give that to you, essentially, obviously, I'm paraphrasing, but he said, if I can even just go from 50, now, he was obviously spending 70, and I'm being conservative by saying 50, and he said, if I can get that down to even just 20 bucks a day, that's going to be 140 bucks a week, and that is going to be $7,000 in a year there's an $11,000 difference that he is going to make that is easily going to be able to pay off the program. So he said, if I can make those changes and you can teach me to save $30 a day on takeaway and food, the program has already paid for itself. And I've got some cash left over as well that obviously compound that year and year and year again. If he saves 30 bucks a day for just the year that we're doing in the program yeah he's paid for the program he's got some extra cash then look at next year how is that going to compound there's another eighteen thousand dollars there that he's saving saving eighteen thousand dollars a year from doing the program that's fucking awesome but then on top of that as well if we can help you not just from the program but even just listening to this and you look at what is the cost of me not switching jobs on your mental health. What is that eventually going to cost you from therapy sessions or medications from the doctor? I mean, granted, we live in Australia. Medications are pretty, pretty damn affordable. People in America, probably not so much, but I digress. <laughs> what is the cost even on your mental health to not do something? And not just for the out of pocket in terms of therapy or anything like that, but Do you really want to be living a life where you feel like shit because you've managed to somehow convince yourself to say that, hey, it's not really worth going for it because what if it doesn't work out? What if it does? What if it does work out? Then we've got that topic to consider as well. So yeah, I didn't really have a script or any sort of point. And obviously with with Laura not being here, I can't bounce off of her as much. But then at the same time, I really just wanted to get this point across of like, what is the mental load What is it going to cost you mentally to not do something? Because I had a transformation client previously, obviously, obviously she signed up because she's a transformation client and you can listen to her journey Ainsley. Um, She's by the time that this podcast comes out, I'm assuming that it's going to be like 10, 12 episodes below this. I think she's episode 100 something Um, very early 100s. So, we were doing the program it was all good she was losing weight everything was all good the numbers were ticking all the boxes it was moving the right path but there was something that was blocking us that was preventing us from moving forward when we looked at everything 80% of her stress and emotional responses and feeling guilty for essentially overeating because she was super stressed from work and then she would order the food and then she felt guilty from doing that instead of trying to be like well okay let's you know let's work on feeling guilty We went straight to the source and I just said, why don't we get a new job? She immediately came out with the responses that I'm used to hearing of, oh, well, I can't leave them right now because it's a busy period at work and I don't want to do that to them. Uh, It would just feel bad. I've been there forever and I'm actually pretty comfortable there. I just, I'm not happy with the people that I work with and also work as a whole. And I was like, okay, so how long have you been saying that for? and she goes oh i've been at this job for like multiple years i'm just, i'm just going to throw a number out there i think it was like 4 years she's been putting up with that bullshit for 4 years because she convinced herself that it was easier to stay in that known pain I'm going to decrease my light setting a little bit <laughs> it was easier for her to stay in that known pain because It was familiar. It was comfortable. And Laura and I have discussed this at length in previous episodes, but the cost for her for not wanting a new job or not wanting to change something about herself or not do this thing that started costing her money because I'm just starting with money because it's the easiest thing to relate to. It started costing her money because then she would order food because she was so stressed from work, maybe twice a week. Let's just say a Tuesday and a Thursday, just because it's a nice little split. Tuesday and a Thursday, getting home from work and she was feeling like shit. And that was coming from the fact that she hadn't in four years or let's just say three years, because it was the first year was actually pretty good. And then in year two, she started realizing it was pretty shit. From the start of year two, Tuesday, she started ordering out. Then it's starting to cost her food. Then on Thursday... It started to become really stressful and she's felt bad because of everything else that's gone on on wednesday she kicked it back and then on the thursday like she kicked it back into gear and then on the thursday hell it's almost friday i'm completely stressed Fuck this can't be bothered order uber eats again there's i mean the delivery fee for me on uber eats is 15 dollars as a start because i live in the middle of fucking nowhere that's where i live uh otherwise I'm actually grateful that I do have Uber Eats, but I know that by the time it gets here, (laughs) it's going to be cold anyway. So would I like to pay $15 plus a $7 service fee? That's $22 straight out of the gate for cold food. No, thank you. I would rather have toast. So it's costing her out of pocket as a byproduct of not going for something, of not going for the job, of not asking for the promotion, of not doing a cover letter, of not doing the resume, of not wanting to take action because when that thing happens and that negative response happens we want to shield from it we want to put the force field up we want to stay in our bubble and we just want to mask and disassociate where we can we want to retreat we just want to be in our little bubble and be like yep cool this is safe and i can be here tomorrow is a new day and then unfortunately tomorrow is the same day and then the same day after that and then it is fucking groundhog day again and again and again until four years later you go man fuck, I am unhappy. How did I get here? And it's not your fault. It's obviously just, I mean, it is your fault because you're the one making the decisions and the actions, but I'm not trying to make you feel bad about it. The thing that I'm trying to do is to paint a picture of, if you follow me on TikTok, you've probably seen it on TikTok. This is how we can get hindsight. Take your habits, behaviors, thought patterns, belief systems, multiply them by five years, If you don't like your habits, if you don't like your thought patterns, if you don't like your belief systems, if you don't like much about the way that you live and you extrapolate that and compound that even 1% per week across five years, what is your life going to look like in five years time? It's probably not going to be that great, right? If you can have that hindsight today to say, well, habits, behaviors, thought patterns, belief systems, all of that fun shit is not looking good. If that is not looking good, what can I do about it? Well, I can go do a program, I can sign up for F45, I can go get personal training sessions, I can hire a nutritionist, I can go to a dietitian. I can go to therapy. There are so many other things, obviously outside of our program, that you can do and you can start actioning shit. You could even download a free meditation app. There's a lot of free shit out there that you could start taking action on. And the only thing that you have to do is just go, all right, I'm doing this, and then chuck it into your calendar or diary or something. Put a little thing somewhere, that is, that sounds wrong, put a <laughs> put a little something somewhere, like an achievement list. I don't like using the word to-do list because that just sets off the perfectionists and the all-or-nothing people that tick off one thing and then go, I've still got 90 things left to do. I've failed because I haven't ticked all of them off. And I know that there's someone there that just went, that's me, because that was me. And I relate to everybody very well because apparently I'm a broken bully. So that's not great, but it is great for you because you get to get all the value and all the wisdom from it because why not, right? Lilo agrees, don't you, Lilo? She just looked at me like, you just fuck off, let me sleep, (laughs) which is fair enough. So not only is it then an out-of-pocket cost because obviously she's spending money on food and things like that, not only is she then spending money on food and things like that to be able to mask from the day that has been happening, but then also... Could it be costing her money by not getting a better job that has better pay, that has a shorter commute, and maybe she can drive there in 10 minutes instead of driving there in 50 minutes or getting there in just under two hours of a public transport? Is it saving you time? Is it costing you two hours per day by not getting a new job? Now it's costing you 10 hours a week. What would you do with an extra 10 hours a week? Not only to mention the money that you would save from petrol and Mikey's and things like that. So there's all of these hidden costs that we're not associating with staying comfortable and doing the same Groundhog Day shit that we've done. We've done it again and again and again and again. And obviously, if that is the lifestyle that is, quote unquote, working for you at the moment, you don't really want to fuck with that. But then also... If you were to go through, and this is something that I did when I was getting my budget together, not only for the business, but then also personally as well. Um, And I've told a few clients about this, so I'd highly recommend it. Go through your bank statements for the previous three months. Download your bank statements, print them out, if you can, print them out, and then go through it with a highlighter or if you're you're technology, wow, if you're technology-inclined, Feel free to do this on some sort of a spreadsheet and bulk it all together and just do stuff. Most people are not aware of their spending habits, but they are aware of their spending habits when they go, I don't have that much money. That's when they're aware of it. Download your statements for the past three months. Go through it line by line. This might take you an hour or two, depending on how much you spend. For me, it took me like smack bang in the middle 90 minutes. And I had how Me mother on in the background while I was doing it, because that's the life we live. So January 1st, for example, ran through that number one, alcohol, obviously January 1st, alcohol, 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 that was fucking everywhere, <laughs> but ran through all of that, added it all up and just wrote it down. And I had a page for alcohol. I had a page for like going out. I had a page for takeaway. It was all there and it was all getting sorted. I'm going to say sorted when i looked at everything and i know that people are going to be like hey if you're online banking you can just go through that and sort it into little segments so that you can see how much you spend on eating out and all this other stuff unfortunately some places list themselves as different things so an online banking it lists it as something else which makes it annoying plus the main reason that i'm doing this is to get you into the habit of seeing that oh You spent this much money on this, at this time, on this day. Why did you do that? And most of like, you're going to forget 90 odd percent of what you spent the money on. And that's totally fine because I did as well. But it's good to be able to see Tuesday on X date, I spent $26 on this meal. Thursday, 8 p.m., I spent $36 on Uber Eats at this time. It's good for you to be able to see that. And when you add all of that up across 3 months, let's just call it 12 weeks even though it's closer to 13 14. Sorry, 13. If we were to add all of that up and then divide it across 13 weeks, you will get an average amount of money that you are spending on every product per week. Now, the reason that you're doing 3 months is because a lot of people don't a lot of people don't account when they do their budget They don't account for vet visits. If you have a pet, they are going to the vet. It's inevitable that they are going to the vet at some point in their life. Budget in for vet visits. Budget in for petrol. Budget in for the mechanics and servicing. Budget in for, now like obviously your phone, rent, all the big stuff like that. Budget in for dry cleaning if you do that. Budget in for literally every single fucking thing you can. Budget in for Uber Eats. Budget in for an international or parking expense or transaction fee. Something like that. You don't have to get that nitty gritty with it. But I do because I'm that nitty gritty type of person. When I looked at it all, holy shit, we were spending 136 bucks a week on takeaway. And we were saying to ourselves, we're doing pretty good this week. Twice a week twice a week because a we don't have a lot of takeaway around us so they can absolutely gouge us but on a random weekday we would typically go and get one meal each and then at least once or twice on the weekend we would then get like let's do this and turn it into an event and we would have a date and you know that's totally fine i'm I'm happy spending that money but when we looked at it and it was 136 bucks a week we went holy shit I'm just gonna grab the numbers on that we went holy shit we have to be able to down that so now we allow ourselves to do that on the weekend and now we're saving 50 odd bucks a week, which is about two and a half grand a year, if I'm not mistaken, times 52. Yep. 50 times 50 is 2,500, but across the year, 2,600. So now we're saving $2,600 a year by just having take our take out once on the weekend, and this is on average as well. So we're saving a fair bit of money there. We could, we could save it even more if we wanted to, but There are so many hidden costs for not doing these things, not only out of pocket. I know that's what I'm talking about. What is it going to cost you mentally to not do this thing? Do you really want to be feeling like shit for the next five years? If it's not the program, if it's personal training, if it's starting a flossing routine, I don't fucking know. (laughs) You know your life better than me. What is that thing? I'm willing to bet most people have had that thing when I say it, it flashes to them being like, oh yeah, like a dance class or rock climbing or just a random fucking hobby that they think is going to improve their life. If it is the program, fantastic. What is it going to cost you by not doing the program? Because I can tell you, it's probably going to be a lot. We have, well, I have a lot of people because I'm trying to do better at not speaking on behalf of people, but I have a lot of people that I initially speak to. And then six to 12 months later, They re inquire about the program and go, okay, now I'm ready. If it's mentally, emotionally, you're not ready. I completely understand that. If you want to try and go do it on your own and figure it out, I completely understand that. If it's, I don't want to do it because it's a lot of money, I can guarantee you you're making the wrong decision because you will save so much more money by doing the program. Put in all the costs that you have that you believe are coming off the back of a bad lifestyle, of bad habits, of eating out or doing whatever it is that you think that you would fix through the program and then multiply that across if you want to six months, because that's how long the program goes for. But if you want to do it for the entire year, because we're in contact with our clients after the program finishes as well. So not only are we coaching you for the entire six months, but we follow up every so often as well to be like, Hey, what's going on? And then more importantly, you can message us whenever the fuck you want to be like, Hey, starting a new gym routine. What would you recommend? What can I do? Hey, I've calculated my own calories. How can I do this? How can I update them? You can absolutely do that and message us and we will get back to you and help you do that. We are charging for a result, period. We are charging for a result. And if you don't get that result by the end of the program, we will work with you until you get that result. And obviously, if it's 10, if you're like, hey, I want to lose 10 kilos in six months and you lose eight kilos and you feel pretty good to be able to go do that by yourself, yeah, go do that by yourself. But... If you get there and it's like okay well nothing has happened and this and that and we haven't had to do it for a lot of a lot of people maybe like a handful of people maybe like one per year if that i think it's like 0.7 people per year so some random mutant person um, <laughs> but the question that i want to leave you all with because this is a very quick sort of like bonus episode but What is it costing you by not going for the thing that you want to go for that you believe is going to improve your life, not just physically in terms of weight loss, weight gain and all that stuff. Because a lot of people, when they jump onto the program, yes, they want to be losing weight. But if we can stop them gaining 100 grams per week, if you take that 100 grams per week, multiply that across the year, five kilos, that's how you've gained five kilos in a year. Put that across five years, that's how you've gained 20 odd kilos in that year. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. That's how you've gained... 20 to 25 kilos in four to five years and that's how it sneaks up on you 100 grams a week that's all it takes multiply that across five years so and obviously i'm a very long-term thinker as you can tell all of our coaching is hey we're going to get you this short-term result and that's exactly what we're going to do but we're going to do it in a sustainable way that makes sure that you're able To sustain your results and keep it off and make sure that you're loving life as well. And then, if you feel like you're falling off track or you need to get in contact or anything like that, message us. We can jump on a call for no extra cost and we can help you run through that and get some shit sorted. Uh, But otherwise, in the meantime, physically, what is it costing you by not doing this thing? I'm going to let you come up with whatever that thing is. I don't care if it's the program, it could be. It could be buying a car because that could be making you feel awesome. It could be more fuel efficient. It could be whatever. What is it physically going to cost you by not doing the thing? What is it mentally going to cost you by not doing the thing? What is it emotionally going to cost you by not doing the thing? What is it going to cost you out of pocket money-wise, obviously, by not doing the thing? For example, car. Let's just say $25,000. Cool. Is it going to make more sense to purchase that 25000 so that you can get tax depreciation and it's going to be like five times more fuel efficient? So then instead of paying 100 bucks a week of fuel, now you're paying 2025. What is that going to cost you? Does it make sense to do that? These are the things and these are the questions that a lot of people don't consider. They look at the out of pocket cost and they go, that sucks. But as soon as you start to add in the hidden fees of all of this other shit that is going on in our life. If you are able to calculate what it is going to cost you from not doing something, I can guarantee you that you will start making better financial and health decisions all in one, all in one. So that is what I'm going to leave you with for today. I wish there was, I wish there was more, but honestly I have to go do stuff and I think I've reached the end of my rant and I feel like you're all getting it. So Obviously, if you've got questions off the back of this, let me know. Join the Discord community. The link is in our Instagram bio. If you have questions on any of it, let me know. If there is a particular topic that or questions that you have for the podcast that you would like us to run through or help answer, get in the Discord community because that is where we are engaging with people to figure out what to talk about on the podcast. <laughs> but otherwise, have an amazing week and I'll speak to you all very soon.